Good morning. Welcome to the Lisa Eve Show. I am Lisa Eve. Happy Tuesday. Happy Tuesday, everybody. <laughs> uh, yeah. Hi. I, I don't know why I like have this thing where I don't really know what to say when I first get on. So yes, I will say what's very easy to say and that it's it's that that if you are listening on Spotify or uh, watching on Spotify or any other platform, I wanted to let you know that you can join me live at 6 a.m. Eastern Standard Time uh, every morning. And uh, yeah, I'm here every morning at 6 a.m. Except for Sundays. I'm still figuring out Sundays. Um, on my last Sunday episode, I made French toast with my daughter. So Sunday episodes are a little bit, uh, well, the first are pre-recorded. Um, but there's a little bit more, well, for starters, there's my, like my daughter. My daughter's in so far my two last two Sunday episodes. Um, so I guess uh, Sunday could have like a family element to it. I don't think it will always, but uh, we'll see how that goes. Um, but yeah, we were making French toast, so if you want to check that episode out, um, you can watch the video on uh, Spotify video video podcasts. Um, you can also watch here on YouTube. And by the way, if you're on YouTube, you can uh, also uh, watch the replays or um, listen to the replays on Spotify or any other platform. I think we're pretty much everywhere at this point. Um, so yeah, thank you for joining me here live for all of you who are. While I, I can't see anyone that, that's here live now, I can feel all of you who are going to be here. And so hi and welcome. I love this uh, time stuff because what appears to be, like I can, I'm completely aware that there are so many people here, like thousands of people here, like I can feel the chat going crazy, like I can see the chat going crazy, even though in this exact now moment, like I look and it is empty, it's very dry, but I can feel all of you who are here because time is construct of this 3d reality and there are multiple timelines going at the same time and and all things are happening simultaneously so therefore whoa I just gave myself an awareness I just had this awareness that since all things are happening simultaneously then that means that God has already fulfilled my promises and I don't mean that in like this way of like, oh, make myself feel better so that way I can relax, so that way I can get what I want. No, simultaneously, God has fulfilled all of my promises. God already did that. And if I choose to tap into that, that... It's called a feeling. If I choose to tap into that feeling, then I'm super aware of that. Oh, that's deep. So if I tap into that, then there's not this energy of like lack or want or because I God already did it. God already did that. Super cool. <laughs> so hello everybody. Uh I literally don't know what today's show is about. Just so you guys know, I never know what I'm going to talk about when I when I come here. 
this is just a practice in trusting and letting go and letting God because thy will be done uh, on earth as it is in heaven. <laughs> and um, something that I think about is how if you just are watching these and you think that I'm like, it's a, it's a fascinating dynamic, but from what you guys can like tell, like I'm all about God. But at the same time, I'm not in the traditional sense of the word. Like, I'm not someone who, like for me, God is like a very private experience, even though I'm sharing it with you guys. But when we think of someone who's like all about God, typically in this reality, you know, you will find like Bibles laying around their house and, and you know, crosses all around the house and uh, beautiful works of maybe Jesus and they go to church every Sunday and and like they're often speaking to people about God and maybe trying to save a few people or a lot of people um, and, you know, often listening to like worship praise music, right? And like just... Just really speaking a lot about God. And it's fascinating because while I am all about God, I don't do any of those things. It's literally like this personal experience, even though I'm sharing it with all of you. Uh, but I think God really wanted this example to be shared um, as one possibility, one way of being. Um, because I don't talk to other people about God unless it's in regards to me. Like, I never do that, ever, because it feels truly like a personal and private experience. Like, that communication that I have with God one-on-one, -on -one, um... It doesn't feel like something that I could even put off on someone else because it's literally just personal to me. And I feel like everyone else can have their own personal experience with God and I just can't see how that could be pushed off on someone else because from what I perceive and feel about God, wouldn't how do I word this? It wouldn't work. It's not even in context to like put it off on someone else. So what I mean by that is like if I see someone struggling with something, I could not like tell them how what would even be an example of that? Like I couldn't say Okay, so one thing that I'm aware of in this moment is like, there's no judgment in me in regards to other people and God. Like, I am just really okay with everybody having their own experience of God. And so therefore, if I'm going to mention God to someone in a way that is anything other than about myself purely, that feels like a judgment. So like, if I have a friend who's like, let's say struggling 
with addiction or something. And like I wanted to say to that friend, like, you should go to God. Or if you like repent for your sins, you know, God might save you. Like I couldn't do that because the God that I feel and I know, it's not, it doesn't even make sense to say something like that to someone or to say anything about God that is not about me. It literally just doesn't even fit. It's, it doesn't even fit. It makes no sense. It, it's out of context. Like, I don't know how to explain this to you, but like, it does not fit. Now, I'm not saying that there's different gods, but I did grow up <laughs> in a lot of different religions and I went to church a lot and I was a avid, okay, I was the best Bible study student. But when I think about the God, and let me say like the essence of God that I was studying growing up and in my various religions, it was in context to say to someone like God, like if you turn to God, you might get saved or something like that. It feels like this kind of intrusive, judgmental, pushy kind of essence and energy. But the God, and again, I do not think there are multiple gods. I think there are interpretations of God. But God, as I currently interpret God and feel God and be one with God, it does not make any sense whatsoever to say to someone, in any way anything about God that is not in context to me so I would not say hey God can save you but what I could say is if this were my story you know I used to have that problem um and what I did to change it was like I I prayed like and I fasted nonstop for like 30 days and somehow like it got healed like, I, I could maybe say something like that, but even that feels like uh, pushy and judgy. Like, it feels like, hmm, you should do what I did, and therefore, and this is no, that wouldn't even work. Like, I couldn't even say that. I couldn't. I just couldn't. I couldn't. Because it's about the other person, so I can't say that. Um, but if it's relevant, I could say something like, I'm waiting on God. Yeah, see, I could say that. I could say that. And that person doesn't have to believe in God, but I could say, oh, I'm waiting on God. Someone could be like, oh, when are you getting married? I could say, I'm waiting on God. <laughs> see, that feels aligned with the essence that I perceive and feel and be one with God about. Oh, I'm waiting on God. I'm waiting on God. Like, that's it. Like, that's the extent of what I feel like I could say about God to another person. I'm waiting on God. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I'm waiting on God. <laughs> no, I didn't say how I was waiting on God, right? Like, I didn't say, I am impatiently waiting on God. Or I'm patiently waiting on God. Or, you know, I'm growing my belief in God, you know, and waiting. I'm waiting as I grow my belief in God, on God. I am waiting as I grow my patience on God. 
<laughs> like this is this is what I these are my capacities this, this is what I can say I can say that I'm waiting on God someone the other day asked me if I went to church and I said I don't and he was very taken aback because we had been having this entire conversation about God where I did in fact tell him that I was waiting on God and he tried to basically kind of tried to dissect my statement about waiting on God because he was trying to hit on me to I guess get my phone number or take me out on a date or something and so I informed him that basically I'm waiting on God and he did not really want to accept that answer like he was kind of puzzled and stomped by that like what does that mean and like, what does it mean you're waiting on God um, I don't know what even what to say about this right now like I'm trying to think about what to say about it and what not to say about this God oh I forgot to bring God in with my mouth. I, I can feel God here in my body, in my spirit, in my presence, but I did not bring God here with my mouth, which I always like to do. Okay, God, what do I say about this? Do I say anything else about this? <laughs> I'm a little embarrassed. Okay, I'm a little embarrassed. Um, he wanted to poke holes in my statement about waiting on God because there was no room for him to slide in. We could say like slide into my like my DMs. He wanted to slide into my my DMs even though we were in person. And my box was closed. <laughs> my my DM box was not open. It was only open to well, if we're talking about from the perspective of love, my DM box is closed and is My DM box is closed to the public. There we go. My DM box is closed to the public, and this guy was the public. Um, you'd have to already be on my friends list to to send me a DM in regards to dating and relationship and and yeah. And let's say that I. Yeah, I'm gonna leave it there. Close to the public. And so this guy was trying to poke holes in my waiting on God thing that I said. He's like, Well, what do you mean you're waiting on God? What I realize now I should have done, which is kind of sad, but it's something that I'm realizing over time that I should have done from a multitude of perspectives, but the first perspective is a little sad, but what I should have done in hindsight is just told him that I was taken, that I was in a relationship. Because that's technically true. One, I'm in a relationship with God. Two, I am, since there's no time, right? Like I am in a relationship. If there's, 
if time is an illusion and all things are happening simultaneously, then yes, I am in a relationship. Um, so I should have just said that I'm in a relationship. But the sad thing is that I shouldn't have to say that I'm in a relationship for someone to just respect basically my no. Um, I told him that I was not interested in dating because like I, I'm not open even to dating uh, because I'm waiting on God to make his moves to to bring things together and he definitely didn't like it he he did this in a respectful way but his energy was intense like I've had people do it in like not respectful ways like not accepting the no that you're not interested in dating or even interested in them like I had this person who I thought was a really not a really good friend but a friend and someone whom I thought was kind of like on the spiritual level and I I thought was kind of like I don't know a mature aware type of a person and he said something along the lines of wanting to take me on a trip with him and I said that's a kind thought but I'm going to have to decline I'm not interested in going on any trips with with another man and he's like oh are you in a relationship and for starters he didn't even ask me if I wanted to go he just told me that he would be like he would take me and I'm like taking it back like hmm wouldn't you need to ask if I want to go and then I can tell you no but I just decline and he's like oh are you in a relationship and I'm like <laughs> waiting on God <laughs> I didn't say that I didn't say waiting on God but what I did say was something along the lines of I told him that I'm going to be with the man that God has for me, basically. And that didn't sit right with him. He started getting defensive and being like, well, it might not work out or something like that. And I'm like, wait, what? <laughs> wait, what? What are you doing, bro? <laughs> like... He said it might not work out. He's like, you know, people get in relationships all the time and then they like don't work out. And I'm like, why are you, what are you doing? Why, <laughs> why are you saying this? Um, I asked him like, why are you saying this? And he's like, I'm just speaking the truth. And I'm like. Hey, well, that's like something that everybody in the world knows to be true that not everything works out, but that's why I'm speaking about the man that God has for me because that is a relationship that would be, you know, 
anointed and therefore I would be fulfilling my purpose and you know like being in union being in holy union with the person that God has set aside for me and he just was just unwilling to accept that as my decision and he started actually getting like snippy with me and actually just took it in the direction of asshole um, and I, I said why are you not accepting my no like I literally declined and he's trying to poke holes in my reason for my for saying no and I asked him like why are you not accepting my no this doesn't feel good to me and he's like well I'm just being realistic that you might it, you might not be together <laughs> I know this seems really subtle but if you're a woman I hope you understand what I'm talking about um, that you have to explain yourself when you've told a man no and so I did ex once more tell him against my better judgment because I kind of just wanted to disengage but I kind of gave it a little more time and attention because we'd had such like this I thought we had like a kind of like a deep understanding and kind of like an alignment with the way of the world and I don't want you guys to think that I spent a lot of time getting to know this person I didn't these were we said hello in passing at most and um, but from those interactions I always thought that we had some sort of alignment in terms of the nature of reality and yeah so but when he did not accept my no it really really threw me for a loop because I thought he was like a more mature um, man and he kind of reverted to an asshole and and I said why are you doing this and then he started saying something like I don't know why you're getting all defensive and I don't know it was just kind of left field and he kind of made it like I was being the problem which is really weird because I'm just kind of sitting there in shock like wow you like did I bruise your ego like he just couldn't accept my no so what I thought in that moment also is that I should have just said yes I'm I'm taken I'm taken I'm not available I'm not available I ended up basically blocking that person because it was not the kind of interactions that I wanted to have and I wanted people who were gonna respect my no. I wanna be I wanna be connected to people who are gonna respect my no. And what's weird is that I had just given him my phone number too because he said he was moving away and I thought we could be connected. And um but not in like a dating capacity, like in a kindred spirit kind of capacity, like he's literally moving away. So I was like, oh well, you know. I like to keep up with your adventures, so, you know, like, I don't, yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I just,
it's not I don't I don't like that it appears to bruise man's ego not even all men a certain type of man because I know plenty of men who you could say no to and then they will like literally just go on about their business but there are particular men whom you say no to and it like does something to them and it kind of like turns them into this other kind of beast but anyways back to the original guy that I was referring to he started poking holes in my waiting on God thing because he was thinking that I was going to create a space for him to like wiggle in to my <laughs> my box and that I would go on a date with him he did not have any chance whatsoever not even a not even a half chance and that thing of like trying to poke holes in my my no is certainly not going to work it's not going to work that's horrible and he said he was a Muslim he's like sister I'm Muslim myself so I'm all about God but poke 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 holes in your God thing waiting on God like okay why are you trying to poke holes in my thing if you're Muslim and you're like all about God like making you accept my no But at least this gentleman, he came back full circle even though he had some intense energy which made me feel like I had to defend myself, defend my response, defend my no. He put me into a position that I let him put me into which was defending my no. And that's something that I do not plan to do in the future. Now I can't say I won't accidentally do it because, you know, getting in those situations really catches me off guard. Um, especially when I'm like out and about um, like I'm not imagining that you know some guy is gonna try to hit on me and so therefore like I'm caught off guard and then when he's like trying to you know dip dive juke my no it's like I wasn't prepared for that I and so defending my no but you know at a certain point during that conversation I really did pull my energy down and just get very present with what was happening and I just stayed firm and I just continued to answer his questions which I believe is what I don't want to do next time I I don't believe I want to continue to answer the questions I kind of just want to leave it with my no and like let them have whatever feelings they're gonna have about that but he did come back around and say, you know what, good on you. Basically like, you know, it really does hurt a man's ego when a woman tells him no. He did say that. And I was like, I've noticed. And I told him about some of my other experiences. He's like, yeah, I'm sorry you had to go through that, sister. And I'm like, yeah, okay, well, you kind of were doing it too. But at least he was aware enough to understand that 
um, it's a thing to, and, and what's even more fascinating about it is it's not even about these men themselves because it's about me and my commitment to, to following God's guidance, to being obedient to God. And the men are acting as if it is about them. And I have not said, you know, oh, you're not my type. Like I didn't say, you're not my type of guy. You're not my type. They're, you know what I mean? Like they're not, it, that's not what happened. I said, I'm waiting on God. And it's just like, wait, wait, what? <laughs> Maybe it would be better if I'm saying something like, you're not my type. Which technically is true because I'm waiting on the type, which is the type that God got for me. And it's not a type, it's a person. Like I'm waiting on that person that God got for me. So you're my, not my type because you're not the person that God set for me, set aside for me, that God set me aside for. I'm waiting for the man that God set me aside for, basically. So people have like this interesting relationship with God where this man said he was Muslim and all about God, but could not accept my thoughts and perspectives on my relationship with God. And this other man, and I mean, there are other instances, but these are just the two that stick up out as most recent. Um, he seemed like this, you know, self-aware, expansive, you know, connected, deeply connected, like talked about, you know, going out in nature and being one with the earth and this kind of a thing. Um, and yet he completely turned and morphed into someone that I did not recognize whatsoever and completely disregarded my perspective, my thoughts, my desires around waiting on God, which I found to be very interesting. I'm not even sure what this life stream was about, but hopefully someone got something from it. <laughs> um, yeah, so if you got something from this one, like, leave a comment and let me know. And for those of you who don't know, I mean, I already said it, but if you want to leave a comment, just go to my YouTube video, um, uh, Lisa, the Lisa Eve Show on YouTube, find me, and this is episode number... 15. If you want to leave a comment, if you got something out of this, please let me know. I'd love to know. Okay, everybody. So it is the time and I'm going to ask God, show us heaven on earth. Show us that it is here now. Give us the eyes to see it. Give us the ears to hear it. Give us the mouth to taste it. Give us the nose to smell it. Give us the hands, the body to feel it and to touch it. Show us that it is here I want to ask a question too. What can we be, do, create, and generate to see that heaven on earth is here? <laughs>